Good evening, nerds and nerdettes, and welcome to another Your Inner Nerd podcast. Of course, this is Darian, the co-host with the most. Joined, as always, by Sid. Uh, no guests today, because it's just the two of us, because we're doing just a me and Sid thing. So, Sid, how are you doing? Oh, pretty good. How about you? Today's a good day. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but the inauguration was today. Can breathe a little easier. Let's just say and that it went really well. I don't know if you saw Lady Gaga sing the national anthem, but a fucking a she blew it out of the water. But yeah, I'm did. gay, so <laughs> Lady Gaga Gaga's my idol. Oh man! So uh, moving right along, keeping up with the zombie thing. We did. Let's see. We did movies, games, TV shows. So really, the only other thing I can think of form of media is books slash comic books because I don't read novels. Or anything like that. Um, Why don't you read novels? I think we've discussed this. Yeah, it's just hard to keep my attention. Like, I, I've, there's a bunch of books I've started, but I just never finished because I'm just like, shit. I just feel like it's a chore to read books. <laughs> so, and, and the fact that things have pictures help keep my attention. But you have, you have a really good imagination. So, like, when you read, a, like, you would be the best person to read a book because you can, like, have that imagination of the book yeah and and kiana reads all the time like all the time like almost all the books and the bookshelves behind me are like all hers and she's probably about read all of them but i think i've maybe i think i finished one book in my life and it was holes <laughs> what grade were you in middle school okay yeah yeah so uh, you would rather watch the movie you went and watched the movie after right I'll still watch the movie. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm one of the people that always think the movies are better because I'm, chances are I've never read the books, so the movies I'll have to go on. So I'll see. say the movie is better. I, there's one There's one book before we get onto that topic that that is fairly similar to the movie, and they both made me cry horribly. Mm-hmm. And it was called The Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that movie. The book is so sad. It's just as sad as the movie. And the movie is sad. I love the movie. Yeah, see, I'm... Like, for example... Okay, you can watch the Lord of the Rings movie, but have you ever tried to read the books? No. It's fucking ungodly. (laughs) No, thank you. Like, I'm used to the movie to where, like, it really... The movie just jumps right into the shit for the most part and all that stuff. And then in the book, it gives you, like... God, a hundred and some pages of just filler before it even gets to anything. And I'm just like, cross. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, see, that's the problem. It's like, I'm, I, when I was younger, I could just free read anything. But now yeah. I have to read, something has to catch my eye immediately on the first page or I'm not going to read it. Like, yeah. I do judge a book by its cover. Yeah. I like going to bookstores and things like that. And books do look neat, but. But they're not. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, so you picked a comic book, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, I did. What is your comic book? Zombie themed comic book. It's The Walking Dead. Just the comic books were really cool, and the fact that there are black and white. Oh yeah, the graphic novel, right? Like yeah, they're still considered comic books, but they're just fucking big, man. Yeah, you can buy like the individual comic books, but what I normally do is I'll go to Barnes and Noble or Books a Million, and they have. The, gra- the graphic novel, which is like, I must say, issues 1 through, I don't know, 40. And they'll have 1 through 40 in one giant book. And then so I don't have to go out and hunt down each individual issue. I, I usually do that for most comic books, actually. and But 
No, the art style is really cool. It's black and white, and then an occasional like if there's when there's blood or something, you'll get uh, they'll highlight the color red. And it's different from the show for the most part. The show is actually pretty accurate, except for things with Negan and stuff later on. But uh, I picked it just because it actually remained good. I haven't read them in a long time, so I think I stopped with maybe volume. Three, so that got about it went through the governor stuff. It went got a, I got about halfway through the Negan stuff, and then okay, yeah, I stopped. So, but yes, yeah. but the ahead. graphic novel is really cool. I just yeah. love like the layout that they have of the graphic novel because it is it is exactly what it's named. It's a graphic novel. Yeah, it really is. But no, just the art. I thought the art style was cool, and the stories were better it, it's funny like reading the books like the comic books and then seeing the characters in that book and then seeing the care how they picked those characters in the tv show for the most part they stuck pretty true to form but rick was a little more rough around the edges when he first woke up than he was in the show negan of course was just ruthless and he wasn't like he was in the show where he individually I don't know, I haven't watched the show in God knows how long, but from what I've seen, like apparently Negan eventually helps everybody and helps them. I, I don't know, but like I said, I haven't watched the show in fucking ages. Yeah, no, I, I don't watch that. But for me, yeah, I picked The Walking Dead. What about you? Mine's mine's more of an independent, like an indie author of a book called The Strand. Mm-hmm. It's an LGBTQ book, and it's based in a an apocalyptical world where... This kid is, and, and the the strain of virus is really weird. There are two different strains, one that will turn you and one that will make you into basically an invincible, crazy, like really strong ass person. Mm-hmm. But if you become that, you can infect regular people. Oh, okay. So there's two strains and this kid gets in, exposed to one of the strains and they have to expose him to the other strain that would make him what they call a juggernaut. It's basically like a juggernaut. And so they have to expose him to this other strain to hopefully turn him into a juggernaut and not an infected. And it's really good because it goes through. There's, I will forewarn you, there is a lot of sexual assault in it, which is horrible. But the storyline itself is amazing. Like, it's one of my favorite books if you can get past the horrible parts, which I do. I, I skip past them because they're really rough. It, this author is really good. She went into like explicit detail. Mm-hmm. And there's three books. There's actually three books in the saga of it. It's called The Strain, The Juggernaut, and I can't remember the last one. But it's really good. Like, it sounds neat. It is. If you can get past that or just like skip past the horrible parts, yeah, the story is really good. It follows this kid. He's really weak. He was, he was lived in a church and, with his sister and the preacher didn't like him because um, he was gay and so didn't feed him. The kid was like malnourished and he's 18. He was like seven when this all started or something mm-hmm. like that. And so he, they, you know, they, this group of people take him to a survivor, trying to, trying to take him to a survivor's camp. And it's just like their adventure to the survivor's camp. And it's just really rough. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. so it's, it's really good. I'll link, I'll put a link to the book in our Discord and, and, and below, and then probably our, inst- our Instagram too, so people can go check it out if they want. Again, it's LGBTQ, so if you don't want to read that, don't check it out. <laughs> I'm just saying, some people don't want to read it. There's just a lot of there's so 
like on that topic, there's not a lot of books when it comes to, you know, the LGBTQ community. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of books like that. And it's disappointing. So having something like that is really reassuring that one day, eventually there'll be more. Yeah. Getting to what our topic of the day is going to be. All right. Each of us compiled a top five of the most anticipated games of 2021. Some of the games that originally were on my list got taken off my list because they were the biggest one is Hogwarts Legacy, which was like <laughs> the, the Harry Potter, like create your own character, make your own story through Hogwarts, learn spells, all that cool stuff. But it, yeah, it's not coming out. T- I think they said April 2022. Okay. Yeah. So that was on my list, but I had to take it off. Now, as of right now, we can you can still put games that you think or that as of right now are still supposed to come out in 2021. But I can name, I, I can about guarantee that Dying Light 2 probably won't come out in 2021 because you haven't heard oh, shit about it. Elden Ring, which is the game that was created or they worked, the gaming company worked with shit, George R. R. Martin. Um, to like create this like fantasy like RPG game, which I don't know, I doubt it's going to come out in twenty twenty one because they announced it in twenty nineteen, and it's the the from software are the ones that are making it. It's like from software and Bandai Namco. I doubt that that'll come out in twenty twenty one. But anyways, do you want to start us off and let us know your um. Yeah, I'll start. I'll do my first one, and then I'll let you do yours. So my first one, it hasn't been confirmed, mm-hmm. but BlizzCon is actually happening for free next month, and then I'm going to advertise the shit out of that for people on our podcast, because BlizzCon never does, like, a free thing. The, uh, virtual? Yeah, it's all virtual, and so everybody can attend, which, like, even before when they did virtual tickets, they still cost, like, 50 to $60. Oh, shit. So take advantage of this, but... I'm hoping that they're going to announce Overwatch 2 because it was announced in 2019 that they were creating it when I went to BlizzCon. Yeah. And I, I got to test it and I was super excited for it. I feel like it's I feel like it's about time. Oh god, yeah. Overwatch has been around for a long time. And the nice thing about Overwatch is like all your skins and everything like on all your ranks will if you own the first one, it'll follow you. So oh, that's good. You don't have, yeah, you don't have to go purchase the skins again and stuff. At least that's what they said back in 2019. So I'm hoping that it's still the case. Mm-hmm. But they also like with Overwatch 2, they're gonna have they're gonna have a, a bigger focus on PVE instead of PvP. Oh wow! So like, are we talking like a campaign or a story or? Yeah, it'll be like story. Um, there's gonna be a lot of AI interaction, and a lot of AI killing. Okay, and they're just like. Yeah, they're appealing to like the people that don't like playing Overwatch because of the PvP, but I I don't know. I like the PvP. I get pissed off, but <laughs> because I get really bad groups all the time, but <laughs> and then I think, am I the baddie? No, I'm not the baddie. These people are just sitting in the damn spawn room. Oh my goodness. So that's my top one. I'm really excited about that. And I the announcement will come out, I'm hoping, next month when they do BlizzCon. So mine, okay. the the first one I wanna it's not my most anticipated, but Mine is Back for Blood, which I don't know if you ever played Left for Dead. It's like Turtle Rock Studios, who was behind Left, the original Left for Dead, is basically has to make a game called Back for Blood because Valve holds the licenses to the Left for Dead name, and Valve doesn't want to make a Left for Dead three. So yeah, even though that was probably like one of their most successful 
Like even now people play like crazy on PC with mods and all that stuff. And, but they're making a game called Back for Blood. It's literally just a reskinned Left for Dead with new enemies, um, new levels, new characters, all that stuff. And they're adding more stuff to it to make it more replayable. Like they're adding player progression and lockable uh, like perks, so to say. I mean, you can customize your survivors. It They're doing that, but then they're also, which I'm excited for, is they're adding like a 4v4 mode where it's one team against another team, but there's zombies in between. Cool. Yeah. And of course, like Left 4 Dead, there's different classes of zombies. You have like your tanks, which are like these big, giant bullet sponges. You have your average ones you have. I forgot what they're called in this one, but in the Left 4 Dead, they were called like jockeys, which are ones that would jump and ride on your back and you would lose control of your character and they can run you off ledges. <laughs> and They had smokers who would like spit this like smoke cloud. They had the witches who would, of course, scream and cause a horde. They basically have all those exact same ones in Back for Blood, just different names and different uh, models. So they're not going to get sued or anything like that. It's supposed to come out for uh, PlayStation and Xbox as well as PC, which now that I have a PC, I'll probably pick it up on PC. But yeah. Since you got your PC fixed. Yeah. And now I'm just working on upgrading different parts of it. But that is mine. And it's it, it's mainly, a lot of it's like nostalgic because I loved Left 4 Dead. So now that they're bringing it back. Well, it, it sounds fun. Like yeah. just the stuff that you've said that they're adding, like the 4v4 and shit, like that would be really fun. Yeah, that would be fun. But that is mine. What about you? What's your next one? My second one is actually supposed to be releasing this month, next week, I think. It's called The Medium. The Medium. Have you heard about this one? I think I have, actually, now that you talk about it. That's one where... Go ahead. You and talk about it. I'll think about it. It's one... It's So the people that created Observer and the Blair Witch, they created one called The Medium, and they've been working on this since 2013. So it's been a long time. Yeah. And it, it, so it's about a medium that can cross over into the spirit realm and unravel its mysteries, um, which I think will be really cool. So it's it's like a horror, but like you get to see some really cool stuff. Like you, from some of the stuff that they've released, like you can switch back and forth between the uh, two worlds. So it's probably going to be like a horror slash like puzzle platformer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'll be neat. Yeah, I could see that. So it's supposed to be really cool, which I'm really excited about this one there hasn't there hasn't been a ton of stuff released about it and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there has but i just haven't kept up with it right much but it's been on my list and it's something that i'm really excited about for next week but i don't i don't have a lot of time to play but i will get it <laughs> i know what you mean so my next one is ratchet and clank a rift apart oh my god ratchet. i fucking loved ratchet and Clank. <laughs> like i loved it so much i even went back and bought the i bought the remakes of all those games like i bought ratchet and clank crash bandicoot spyro ratchet and clank was just so fucking good like the different guns you could use it was silly but it was also neat and the different <laughs> features you could have like you had a gun i think that you would shoot people and it would turn them into chickens <laughs> yeah like all these crazy guns and you would unlock the guns as you went through the levels so it's like once you got this gun you were like i'm probably gonna have to use it somewhere during this level and of course it's supposed to come out in 2021 for the ps5 so i would i will literally get a playstation 5 just to play ratchet and clank a rift apart and it's made by insomniac games they're usually pretty if anything made by insomniac or naughty dog or pretty much she wins is going to be good games yeah, because let's just be honest. We know Naughty Dog takes their sweet ass time when it comes but, to making games, and it works for them. It's 
You right. Be done with with un, the Uncharted series, Last of Us. Yeah, they take their time, but they, they do it for a reason because they know it. Taking your time is important. You don't yeah. rush a game, especially gaming people. <laughs> Cyberpunk. Like, hey, we can all agree. There was some cool story behind Cyberpunk, but it was there was just too much shit going on that mm-hmm. it was broken. Yeah. You rush it. Don't rush that shit. Yeah. I mean, look at the tail of the tape is in is in is out there. Like you've seen, they didn't rush Last of Us Part Two, and that what was seven years. And everybody waited so long for it, and it was just as good. It was if not nominal. And if, as, and I, I, don't, I hate saying this, but if not better than the first one, right? Like, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. If, if they, which I'm, I'm positive Insomniac Games will take their time with Ratchet and Clank, and I'm curious to see how it, it'll work really well with the PlayStation 5, because... For those of you that don't know how the PlayStation 5 have the, has those uh, reactive con- or reactive triggers to where, for example, I think the, if you're, pl- this is just an example I've heard, you're playing Call of Duty and you reload your weapon, you won't be able to sque- squeeze the trigger while the weapon's reloaded. And then when the weapon's reloaded, that trigger will release. So to make it feel super realistic. And so I just think with all the funny guns and animations and, puzzles you'll get to do that it'll be able to really take full control of a playstation 5 controller so for that reason ratchet and clank rift apart is my next one i think it'll be exciting though because you know it's there's some nostalgic behind it and it's something that everybody loves everybody loves that shit yeah there's a reason people go back and play crash bandicoot and spyro fucking like yeah exactly it it just has that nostalgic to it yeah and it's that weird i don't know it reminds me of Little big is it Little Big Planet? It's something like that where it's really like goofy but fun. Yeah, yeah. It, and there's not a lot of games out for the PlayStation Five right now, but Psych Boys Big Adventure, which is like a spinoff of Little Big Planet, is probably I've heard one of the best ones you can play for it. What about you? What do you got next? My my next one and a lot of mine are horror games. <laughs> mine is a direct. So this one is a direct sequel to the Resident Evil uh, Seven Biohazard. I and knew it's called, you were gonna fucking say yeah. this. I knew you were gonna say this. Resident Evil Village. <laughs> I'm so I love Resident Evil though. Like yeah. I even like the stupider. I, I don't know. Some of them are not very good. Mm-hmm. I think they screwed up. I don't know. I think Resident Evil Biohazard was really weird, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. Like it was, and, and I have it for VR, so it just made it even more creepy and just crazy. So I'm excited for this one. So I know in Resident Evil Seven um, Biohazard, you play as Ethan. Is are you playing as him again? Yeah, Ethan Winters comes back. Is that his name? I think that was his name. Yeah, that was his name. Yep, Ethan Winters comes back. And it's the same. It's the first person perspective. Chris Redfield so, coming back too. Yep, Chris. Yep, he's coming back too, which is crazy. Do we know what we're gonna be like? What you'd be like up against this time? Because I've heard. Because recently, when I say recently, I mean I saw this yesterday. Apparently, there's vampires and werewolves supposedly. Oh shit! I love me a good werewolf. I probably still won't play it, but I will definitely watch it. <laughs> yeah, you you get like a lot of the games that I'm saying. You're gonna have to watch me play. I'll probably watch you stream them. Yeah. yeah, because they're all scary, and you just you can't do scary. You're it's just not it's no. not in your to do list. Yeah, no, it's just not my thing. But no, it, it'll be interesting. I I remember the reveal. Where'd they reveal it at? Was it at E3? 
I think it was at E3. It looked crazy. The infected, the yeah. zombies, they just look fucking And terrifying. then in that giant fucking ogre or, yeah. or whatever, it looked crazy. Like, it's going to be, I have a feeling this one will be way more action-packed than Resident Evil 7, because Resident Evil 7 was more of a, was literally more of a survival horror like. oh my god it was it was so like it was just horror like it was fun and it was interactive because you have to run from the people that right. are trying to kill you but i really want like that like you said like that action packed where it's you're still surviving but you still have some action right yeah and with chris coming back that's what's leaning me towards that idea because chris and Jill and Leon and all them like Resident Evil 4 was like actiony. Mm-hmm. Um Resident Evil 5 was unnecessarily actiony, but by that I mean you punch <laughs> a boulder. I did play Resident Evil 5. I never played Resident Evil 4. And of course I you're out of your mind if you thought I was playing the remakes and the <laughs> other ones. Did you ever play the original Resident Evils for the PlayStation? I tried. Yeah. They were scary as fuck. They were like, scary, yeah. Scary as even- even when like they were popular at the time and like in the nineties, two thousands, like you could walk through an area and not it was like the lighting on the TV and the game just were horrible and you would see a zombie you wouldn't see the zombie and the zombie would start like biting you. You're like, What the hell's biting me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like a crawler on the ground. It's god damn it. Um, but this one so I'm really curious. Do you remember the movie The Village? The M9 Shyamalan. Yeah, it was a horrible movie. But I'm I'm curious if they're almost going that direction with it because it is like a remote village in the middle of nowhere and like he's having to face all these weird things. So Maybe, I'm curious if they're going like the villagey style. How, how fucked up would it be if it just took place in like the woods and somewhere in America? To me, I instantly got the vibe like this is going to take place in some forgotten fucking village in Europe. It's going to be an America watch. <laughs> like vampires and stuff. Maybe they'll do Transylvania or, or some weird shit like that. I don't know. That'd be cool. I know I don't do horror games, but this one I'm actually excited for. And then when you read it, when I read about it and tell you about it, you'll understand why. So it's the Outlast Trials. Yeah. Um, And it's like those games Outlast. I never could finish those games. Because they're scary. They're scary as <laughs> shit. You couldn't fight anything. You relied on a fucking camcorder, like none of that. But with the Outlast Trials, it's supposed to be four-player co-op. Yeah, and I would play it with friends. With you? (laughs) Yeah, and and apparently this one, it it sounds creepy because I'm getting. It takes it's part of a like the story is like they haven't really released a lot about it, but it's part of a Cold War era experiment. So you'll probably be in Russia or something like that. Uh, and I'm probably, a part of me is feeling like they might go the route of the Russian sleep experiment kind of thing. Because I oh, like really? Up Outlast Alley. Because that shit was fucking scary. Like, this would be the game, this would be the company to make it scary. Yeah. So for that reason, Outlast Trials is like my little, that'll be the last horror game you hear me talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. Mine are all horror games, so... Uh, you can do horror games, and I applaud you for it, but I can't. Unless you I know, they're just... sit beside me and watch me, which she won't, <laughs> I won't do. Why won't she sit beside you and... Because she thinks I'm fucking lame. <laughs> She's, come on. <laughs> She's like, I want you, big baby. I'm like, you do it. Like, go in the room. Go now. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, get, I'll play the normal game, and then when I get to a scary part, I hand you the controller. 
God. So, so I, what about you? The next one for me, and I believe that this is... I don't know if it came out yet. Mm-hmm. So it might have come out already. But it's called Scorn. I don't think it's come out yet. It hasn't come out yet. But it's the same developer of the medium, the one that's doing the medium. And it's another horror game where it's a first-person horror. Where it's supposed to have like amazing just visuals. Like just the graphics are supposed to be just phenomenal and i don't when i looked when i first looked it up i didn't really see much about it other than it's a horror game it's really bloody it's it's bloody as shit (laughs) and it's just intense there's there is like there there is some videos that i'll put in our discord for it okay yeah that'd be cool again I'll, i'll watch you stream it yeah, like they've even done as far as they've gone as far as not even releasing gameplay in their trailer. Oh, okay. So it's oh. like a free cam through to show you some of the levels kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So like right now they just haven't had they haven't added that. And I think that's what's appealing to it too is what is this? This is really fucked up. There's a blood a lot of blood and creepy shit going on here, but Okay. Yeah, I could see that being right up your alley. Like I said, it ain't my cup to do that. Yeah, I like the creepy shit, so. Uh, okay, so my next one, to perk it back up a bit, is a game <laughs> 20 years in the making. 20 years. It probably didn't take 20 years to make, but it's been 20 years since the last one. Yep, so mine is the new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> I knew that was going to be on your list. I knew it. Okay, so small story time. When everybody was at work, like after school, when I was in elementary school, I would go to after school care kind of thing. And she had the old Nintendo's Nintendo 64 and Pokemon Snap was a game I played religiously because it's very replayable because of course you can go through the the normal level, hotty toddy, whatever, and take mm-hmm. the Pokemon. But certain things were like if you hit... An example, if you hit a Voltorb with an apple, it would cause it to explode, which would blow up a rock wall, which opened up a new path for you to take, which would lead to new Pokemon that you could take pictures of. And it was on like the the rail shooter format. So you would be moving along and you would just be aiming your camera and taking pictures of things, uh, throwing apples and Pokeballs and shit at things. But this one apparently is going to send you to new islands. And of course... Because that's when the OG Pokemon came out. Of course, there's probably going to be like over 100 more Pokemon that they've added that you're going to be able to Oh my gosh, that's insane. Yeah, if not more, in all honesty. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've always had a soft spot for Pokemon. I still play Pokemon now. I'm still, I'm actually in the process of playing the, what was it? Pokemon, I think I got Sword. Me and Keanu got Sword and we got the DLC for it and everything. Nice. Yeah, so we still play that. She likes the fighting part of it. I just like catching Pokemon. But I don't know. It just looks so vibrant. Of course, it's on the Switch. So it's like one of those games you could play and chill out, play before bed. Because you're just really taking pictures of Pokemon. And for me, I pop my melatonin and I'll play some Pokemon and snap. You pop your melatonin. Yeah. See, I take Ambien. So if I popped my Ambien, I'd be playing it all night. <laughs> like, I have to take Ambien and go to bed. I can't do anything. I can watch TV and then just have a 30-minute timer set. Yeah. 
Yeah, if I take melatonin and I don't go to bed, and the longer I stay up, it makes me sick to my stomach, so I close my eyes to not think about being sick to my stomach, and I just go to sleep. <laughs> oh, see, I know I it, Ambien makes will make you high, like you like a hypnotic drug. Okay, I'm not sick. I'm just high. <laughs> what, what do you got next? Um, I, I'm sure this one's probably on your list. It may not be, but it's called Ghostwire Tokyo. That was that is an honorable mention of mine. It is. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So you're excited for that one too. Yeah, I am. It looks really I'll let you talk about it then because I don't, I knew that we'd probably have at least one similar. Yeah. On our uh, lists. Okay. Of course it takes place in Tokyo or whatever, but it's almost like, I don't, I really don't know how to explain it. It looks like from what I've seen, like Harry Potter in a way with their, that there's magic, but there's also martial arts. And the, the thing is, is you fight ghosts that are, that occupy Tokyo and I'll attach it. We'll put a screenshot in the, in the discord, but it almost looks like Dr. Strange kind of shit. But I, I believe Beth- is Bethesda working on it. Bethesda is working on it. I believe okay. that's, hope, that's given that up. <laughs> I know, but there's also that optimism that I have to think like knowing Bethesda, this might not even come out in 2021 because you're, yeah, it probably won't. Bethesda has got a lot on their plate because people are literally, rioting over the fact that they haven't heard anything about the new elder scrolls and i'm like i want the new elder scrolls to come out yeah and bethesda also worked on fallout which they usually alternate like they'll usually do fallout then they'll do elder scrolls and then back and forth so this year is supposed to be elder scrolls six and i want elder scrolls six but i can honestly probably say we're not going to hear anything i I said my prediction is we're not going to see anything from elder scrolls until 2022 after because i guarantee you they want to wait till all this covid stuff's blown over and they can pack a house at e3 to show elder scrolls that that's my opinion because elder scrolls is one of the Mm -hmm. defining like games but this is another game that's supposed to be coming out as of right now, it's just PlayStation 5 and PC. So I don't know if it's... Yeah, like, exclusive. And if it's Bethesda, usually they try to stick with Sony. Quite, yeah. quite literally, like, Sony is usually who they stick with most of the time. Yeah. At yeah. least for the first initial release. Yeah, yeah. so I guess it's going to be a PlayStation 5 exclusive. And, of course, you can probably pick it up on Steam. Yeah, probably Steam and then PlayStation 5. But I like how that happens. Like, I will tell you, initially when... And this is like one of the biggest things that really upset me. So mm-hmm. Tomb Raider is one of my all-time favorite games. I love Lara Croft. We've talked about Tomb Raider a lot. Mm-hmm. But it really pissed me off when they didn't exclusively go with PlayStation again. And they went exclusively with Xbox. Yeah. Um, when they released, what was it? Rise? Rise of, I can't remember. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, and it really pissed me off. Like, I literally bought an Xbox One just for that game. Yeah. And it's, are you kidding me? Like, why would you do this? Yeah, I know. And because Tomb Raider, most people think of PlayStation. They think it like Tomb Raider is one of the games you think of. They have their key characters. You have Nathan Drake, Lara Croft, and like Kratos from God of War. Like, yep. So can I ask you something though? This is, is Little Nightmares 2 on your list? Um, it is. Okay. Is it on yours? No, but I figured when I you saw figured. that it was, I knew, because we had talked about the, I watched you play the first Little Nightmares. 
little nightmares are so it's so freaky so I, I was just assuming that it, this i was like this has got to be on this list the first one is so free i like i haven't even finished it and i need to go back and play it again but it's so freaky because like you have all these you're just like this little like malnourished child <laughs> i have heard that in little nightmares 2 you don't play as her oh you don't okay you play as a new character is that new character gonna be like malnourished? Well, she, um, she doesn't even have a ladder. Remember the first? Oh, she doesn't have anything. Yeah, this is it's, it. Was hard. Like it's actually really hard. Little nightmares is hard. Yeah, and it's sad because it's you're this like little tiny child running around, and then you have this big jack in the box chasing you, and it's like a creepy clown that's just gonna eat you if you get in its hands or something. It's creepy nightmares too. Who knows? Which I'm excited about. I'm excited about Little Nightmares too. It, it was on my list. I have I have a couple. There's that one, and then there's one called Little Devil Inside that I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. And it's like that that little big planet humor where, but it's based in a Victorian era style game. And then you have to you have to you're tasked to de- defeat monsters, but you look like a little I don't know like the characters. I'll have to we'll post a picture in Discord, but the characters are really fucked up looking. <laughs> Like, they have these really big creepy mouths and stuff. There's some monsters and they're just like really big creepy mouths, but they're like little sock people. Yeah. What the hell? So yeah, that that of course little nightmares was on mine. So before I reach, uh, before I hit my number one, which I'm sure it's going to be a lot of people's number one. Another honorable mention I have is Gotham Knights. Now, so is that one actually coming out? It, it's supposed to. I can only go based on we've seen gameplay from it at what is it? DC Fandom. They've started releasing like merchandise. So I believe it will come out in 2021. It may be like towards the end of 2021. But for those of you that don't don't know, you play as the Bat Family, not Batman, because in this one, Batman is dead. So you're like Batwoman. Plays Batgirl, Robin, Red Hood, and Nightwing. Now, I'm ecstatic to play as Red Hood. You played as Red Hood in the in some DLC for one of the Arkham games, but it wasn't really. It was just like maybe like an hour and a half worth of stuff to go through. But in this one, it's supposed to be like a full blown open world. They have motorcycles. You have different, not armor sets, but you can equip different pieces of armor to change the look of all the characters that's cool yeah yeah and um you can actually go into customization yeah yeah and they have skills of course and each one plays differently like red hood uses guns nightwing is more like as close to batman as you'll get batgirl use it's like batman but she's a lot, a lot more agile and then robin is like super agile so like in a way i feel like batgirl is going to be like your mage class robin's going to be your rogue red hood's going to be your tank and nightwing's probably going to be like your balance character that's cool yeah and it's uh one or two players co-op i think i've heard rumors that it's going to be four player co-op Eventually, and each person can play as a member of the Bat Family, and it's drop in, drop out. And it's made by Rocksteady Games, who did do the Arkham series, but it's been developed by WB Montreal, who did Arkham Origins, which is a very underrated Batman game. It's supposed to be released for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, everything. That's one of my honorable mentions, just because I've played and beat all the Batman games, all the Batman Arkham games. They're phenomenal. 
So this is just like the final one. And it's good. And it's I like it's a good change of pace because you're not playing as Batman. Yeah, it's different. Like from because everybody you always play as Batman. So it's I like that uh, idea of not playing as Batman. Yeah, me too. And that was one of the big things that because there was a lot of things up in there. A lot of people thought it was going to be a Superman game, which that would be cool. But Superman is ridiculously like overpowered, like he's unkillable for the most part. Um, so it's hard to do a game for with Superman, yeah exactly right? like, I mean, you, you could just do every time you die it's because kryptonite yeah i mean there's ways to do it but i like games where you don't get these like some of my favorite games are the injustice games because you play as all these characters and a lot of them on paper shouldn't beat other characters like see like Batman, of course is always going to find a way to beat superman you have like people like harley quinn who's a normal person Going up against, say, like, Poison Ivy, who can control almost all of nature. Just so cool. Yeah. And so, which on paper, it's like Poison Ivy would kick her ass. But there's always a chance Harley Quinn could win. So I, I like... Uh, I think Harley Quinn is crazy enough. Playing as lesser known people. Yeah. Like, I think Harley Quinn is crazy enough. She just doesn't give a fuck. That's just Harley Quinn, right? She's nuts. Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, that the yeah, I think Harley Quinn is crazy enough that she would fucking just not care she if Poison Ivy could kill her. Yeah, <laughs> she would just go at it. Um, do you have any honorable mentions? Or? I, I, this might be your top one. So that was no. Did you have your top? Did we say your top one? Was that your top one? Yeah, no, no, that's not my top one. So do you tell it? You say your top one because I don't want to like accidentally. Okay, it probably is your top one. So my top one is. The new God of War. Okay, it's not. And the reason I say that, which, based because we saw a little bit of it on the PlayStation showcase, like when they revealed the PS5 and all that stuff. The way they made it seem like the title was going to be God of War Ragnarok, which, did you ever play the the first, like, remake God of War? Not remake, but the one for PlayStation 4? Oh my god, okay, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. And... Of course, it's it's going to pick up the story of Kratos and his son Atreus. But like in the first one, this isn't really spoilers, but you fight Magni and Modi, who were Thor's sons. You fight Balder, you fight Freya. It's all big on Norse mythology. And in okay. this one, the thing I'm most excited for is apparently Kratos is going to have a showdown with Thor. Oh, geez. Yeah. And it's going to be insane. And they hinted it, I believe it was like an end of credits thing in the last God of War. Because of course, Kratos fights and beats both of his sons. But Thor's hammer like strike the ground. So like people were like instantly, oh shit, it's going to fucking happen. Like two of the most powerful characters like going toe to toe. Do you plan, let me ask you this before I say anything. Do you plan on playing it? Play. Okay, so I, I would suggest you play it. I'm not going to spoil anything because it you're invested 100%. Like once you yeah. start, and, and I, I won't spoil anything. It's a really good time to get it now. I believe it's like 20 bucks on PlayStation Store. Okay, yeah, I'll look into it then. But of course, the thing about God of War, even the original God of War, is like you fought all these gods. Like you fought Zeus, Ares, Hades, all the basically the Greek pantheon, Hercules. You fought all those in the original ones. But now it's basically the same thing, except you're going against Norse gods. So Odin and Sif and like all them. And 
just the weapons he has is he has an axe that he can throw and call back to him. He's still got godlike strength because Kratos was, for a little while, he was the god of war. That's why it's called god of war. He's right, yeah. the Greek god of war. So he's still got these abilities. And the a little bit of the story, it's not a spoiler, but the, the Norse gods realize that somebody is there that shouldn't be. So they go, so they send one of them down to investigate, and it's Kratos, and they know he's not supposed to be there because he's from a different place. He's a god, but not any of their gods. So they're, why are you here? And, of course, it tells you a little bit about it in the first one, but it, it, the first one's not big on that. The first one's just a father and son going on a journey to do something. Like I said, I won't spoil it, but I'm hoping that when Kratos fights Thor, like maybe he'll get to keep his hammer kind of thing. Yeah. Which would be badass. The combat's sick. They always have these big extravagant boss battles. Um, like the amazing sound effects, right? Oh, God. Even like the guy who plays Kratos. I can't remember his name, but he was actually a main character. He was one of the main characters on Stargate SG-1. But he's got this real deep voice, and every time you hear him go, boy. You're just like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. I know who you're talking about, but it's like it sends chills. You're like, yeah, Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. and like he's come on, boy. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Takes him forever to acknowledge him as son as his son. He always calls him boy. <laughs> Holy shit. But the story's good. I don't know. It's just, of course, it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive. God of War is always PlayStation exclusive. Oh, yeah. Any of those, like, PlayStation, unless I grew up with PlayStation, so I'm, like, yes, I have an Xbox, but anything that's PlayStation exclusive, I will 100% support. Yeah, and and God of War is just, the whole franchise, every game has been good. Every single one of them. Like, they've knocked it out of the park every single time. I still go back and play the old God of Wars on PlayStation because they re-released them for PlayStation 4. I play all yeah. those. And on PlayStation 5, with that fucking power of that system, to the scenery is going to be gorgeous. The animations are going to be smooth. It's just, I don't know. It's just going to be, it, in my opinion, it's going to win Game of the Year when it comes out. I don't know what it probably will, but it, it, it will win. Yeah. The biggest thing, though, is I've learned I can't, it's hard to get your hopes up too high with any game, right? You could believe it's like the best game in the world, and then it's shit. Yeah, but am I, I don't think they're going to do it with God of War. In my opinion, I honestly don't think this might not come out in 2021. But if it does, I definitely see it coming out the back end, like of 2021. So yeah. February, January, next January. Or not January, December, February. Yeah, it'll probably be like the really the end yeah. of the last quarter. Or yeah, so probably November, December. But that is my all-time most anticipated game. So I have two honorable mentions that we didn't yeah. mention, and I think that they're worth mentioning. And the reason, like, I'm not, I don't, I've never played this, and I should, but they're bringing. A lot of people believe that they're just like a comeback, but Halo is coming out in the fall of 2021. And a lot of people, they haven't released a lot of information on it, but they're anticipating that it's going to be really MMO style. An MMO Halo? Yeah. Like sandbox everything. Like, so people are really excited about it. I loved, don't get me wrong, like I've played Halo 2, Halo 3, I've played and beat them all. Halo is honestly the only, it was the reason I got an Xbox was to play the Halos. I kind of fell off on... What was it? What was the last one? Oh, I can't even remember. Four? Halo 5. Yeah. And 
I fell off on that one. I didn't really like the story or the enemies. I played Halo ODST. I played, I've honestly can say I played all of them. I even played the the real-time strategy ones like uh, Spartan Wars and oh, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. I'm curious. I probably won't buy it first day, but it's always, I can, I'll guarantee you I'm going to pick it up at some point. Cool though, like it has, it has the potential to have basically an MMO where you can role play on it. Yeah, it would be neat to see how they do it because I kind of don't want, I, I want options. Like I don't want, of course, single player probably going to play as Master Chief, but if it's like an MMO and you can't RP, I don't want like everybody running around as Spartans. So there would have to be a lot of, there would have to be a lot of like options in it. And then I think a lot of mods for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Add in different like variety of things and gear and stuff like that. But that's one of the honorable mentions. And then there's another one. And I don't know if you've ever played. It's called Vampire the Masquerade. Oh, um, fuck yeah. They're coming out with a second one. And it's supposed to be so cool. Like the role play. You're role playing through the vampire scene. But you're in Seattle. You're a new vampire. There's like blood trade wars going on. And I remember in the Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, the first one, you would play. You could create like you could play as different forms of vampires. So you yeah, it's like the Nosferatu who like lived in the sewers and couldn't come out because he didn't look close to human. It was neat. It was really neat. I'm definitely going to get the Bloodlines too. It's supposed to be really cool. It, it it looks cool. I remember seeing a little bit of gameplay on it. It's some of the people who made it are writing on it. Worked on Dishonored too, and Dishonored two was really good. What is it like? It was Hardsuit Labs and then Paradox Interactive, I think. Right? Yeah, and they got apparently one of the they got the original writer to come back to do this one, and then they got the a girl, a lady by the name of Kara Ellison, who wrote who had wrote and worked on Dishonored Two. Um, oh, that's cool. Last, see, I don't see now. Last year, they both were terminated from the project, and then Ellison who worked with who worked on the first one too also left so it was originally supposed to come out 2020 we got pushed back to 2021 but i hope it'll come out because i'm definitely gonna pick it up on pc Uh, oh see i'll i'll be doing it on playstation i'm gonna pick it up on pc easy maybe if i had like uh ps5 i'd pick it up on ps5 but i don't know i just feel like i get more power out of my pc and i can enjoy those really well, that's just because you had a really shit time with cyberpunk yeah yeah <laughs> i really believe that's it like you had a really big shit time with cyberpunk on your I did. your i did yeah and, uh, and i don't want to take the risk again i think you don't want to have to return another game <laughs> but there is one thing that we need to discuss that we have not discussed and i've been dying to discuss it and we can't give too much detail because we don't know if people have seen it okay but let's discuss wonder woman 1984 Ooh. okay I've seen it. I've actually seen it three times. I love it. I, I absolutely loved it. <sighs> to me, it was meh. It was meh. Uh, see, but I'm a big feminist, so I love anything where an, a powerful woman is the lead and there's a lot of power. A lot of, so a lot of people are pissed off and believe that it's very... It's They actually believe it's very sexist. But there was a lot of sexism in comic books, right? Like... Yeah. You have to realize that, like, when comic books were wrote back and in, racism, like, you know, but you have to realize too that there's some sexism, but it's also for the times that the comic books were wrote, having a woman 
empowered was amazing too and it still is some of these comments like wonder woman was wrote when did wonder woman start like clear i want to say like the 40s see and back then it was like really everything was sexist but it was still a lead character like she was a powerful character so i don't think 1984 is i don't think it's sexist i think that a lot of people are upset about the storyline and they think that's sexist. I'm not going to say much about it, but I will tell you, Kristen Wiig did an amazing job in it, as a villain and I didn't think she could. No, she definitely did. I would have definitely liked to have seen more. Uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen more Peter. action. Yep. But no, she completely, I completely underestimated it. But do you know the weird uh, story about how Wonder Woman was created? Okay, so there's a movie called Professor Marston and the Wonder Woman, and it's basically about her or like how she came to be. So William Moulton Marston was her creator who published his first Wonder Woman strip in 1941. He but he led like a double life, and it was really oh, weird. Wow. So he <laughs> it's weird. He invented the lie detector. The guy who created Wonder Woman invented the lie detector. But he also had a mistress whom he claimed <laughs> was a blood relative. And he... So he was, like, telling his wife that it was her relative? Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was a feminist. He was a feminist. and I, he, I don't believe that. <laughs> he studied at Harvard. He studied psychology at Harvard. And he formed a thesis saying that women are mentally stronger than men. But okay, he well, yeah. also argued that they are happiest being submissive. <laughs> but he personally and professionally encouraged women to stand up to the patriarchy. But at the same time, he suppressed he his wife's <laughs> yeah. But at the same time he suppressed his wife's career as a scholar and what? Took this guy was fucked up. Yeah. He was like the biggest hypocrite ever. And her name his wife's name was Sadie Holloway. That was it was his public wife, but he was also secretly married to a former student of his. Oh my god. So he was married to two people. It gets weirder. They oh all god. three of them lived together under one roof. Oh, children with both women. How does that even fucking work? Like, I don't know. It was polygamy, right? Like But they didn't know about each other. Like, how did they not know about I'm each other? Sure the, I'm sure the student knew about the wife but the wife thought the student or whatever was a relative so did, was their house big enough that they didn't have to see each other like what? <laughs> oh my god the fucking fucked up shit is that yeah but that's why he created wonder woman was to prove basically to prove a thesis or to support a thesis that he had written. that explains the plot line of the plot of 1984 <laughs> it, I'm serious. It does. I'm, I'm not going to say anything. You and I can talk after. Yeah. And why not? But it, it just explains. I don't know. I think that a lot of comic books, they were there was a lot of sexism for its time, but there was also a lot of advancements too for comics, right? Like for people, like mm -hmm. these, there were women that had power, mm -hmm. and. That's to me. That's not as sexist as you would think. That's pretty amazing. And on top of that, the fact that Wonder Woman came from an island of all women. Yeah, like all women that were all trained warriors, right? Like these yeah. are trained warriors who were trained to fight a god. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, 
a lot of those productions like are pretty amazing. We also have to talk about. I'm sorry, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Wandavision. Uh, what the fuck is going on? It's real. It is very weird. Kiona doesn't really know what's going on. No, I was like, I like this is a bad version of I Love Lucy or Bewitched. Like, what the fuck? Okay, so here's my opinion. Okay, in comic books, there was a storyline called House of M, and it all focused around Wanda had a mental breakdown or and caused and used her powers to completely it's been a while since i read it but i believe it's completely to do away with mutants at the time she had no ties or she wasn't with the avengers this was in an x-men comic book it it was she did away with mutants but i think what i think they're going at is this is they're in some sort of prison or something controlled by shield or sword which is like a shield off offshoot and she's so mentally distraught about vision's death because he died in avengers infinity war that she's created this reality that they're still together yeah and he's alive and and then she's a housewife and yeah it's really weird i will tell you that i was really excited to see emma caulfield back acting in something big (laughs) Who Emma Caulfield is, don't you? Who's she playing the... Uh, she plays Dottie. Okay, yeah. Like, I know you're talking about yeah. Yeah, as weird as it is, I really like her as an actress. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to see that. And then I didn't know much about... Because I didn't. I don't even think I watched the Infinity Wars or anything like that. Like I, But I think that some of it... It was interesting to go read like the Scarlet... About the Scarlet Witch, which was Wanda. Yeah, yeah. And, but, and what I think's happening like in episode two... When that voice starts coming over the radio, I believe it's people trying to get her out of whatever state she's in. Oh, yeah. People are like, Wanda, who did this to you? Okay. Yeah. I am interested to continue watching it. It's, yeah. You know, it's I, yeah, weird. Sure. I don't like, I don't know her. I didn't understand it because I didn't, like I said, I didn't understand about the Scarlet Witch. For, I didn't understand before I watched it. And so it's like, she can just, she's just like a witch and make shit appear like in, in Bewitch. What the fuck is, I'm confused. <laughs> Yeah, but I also think, because this is going to tie in directly to the Doctor Strange sequel movie. Yeah, they said that this ties into actually a lot of different movies. Yeah, it turns like, into, ties into that, ties into, I, think, I believe, Spider-Man 3 and a couple of other things. But what I believe they're going to do is use this show as a way to bring the N and mutants into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how yet, but I believe that's what they're going to do. Um so they, they can just start doing like the X-Men yeah. and stuff like that. I gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. So, but it, it is, it is a very, it is very weird show, but it's also so weird that I'm trying to figure out what's going to happen. So I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. It's really weird, but it's really good. I wouldn't discourage anybody from watching it. Yeah. It's just one of those. It's like, what? Okay. I had to watch, like I kept missing, I don't know. I kept missing the end part. For some reason, yeah, I would look away and miss something important. And it's like, what? Why is everything in color? I'm like, what just fucking happened? <laughs> there were several times where me and Keona looked at each other like, "What the fuck is going on?" Complaint. I really, I love Bewitched. I love Lucy. They did like, a I great think. job of mimicking those shows. Like every did from when her and Vision slept in separate beds at first, and because they had to do that in I Love Lucy, because on TV it wasn't acceptable at the time for a man and a woman to right. sleep in the same bed. Exactly. It was. They did a really good job. I, I do think that one of my favorite parts was Emma Caulfield's character where she's cut, mm. and like she says, "You know how a housewife gets uh, blood out of white linen?" And she, 
she's looking at her like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? She's like, she does it herself. So yeah. it's like, there's that's something really important, I think. Yeah. And the fact that I feel like some of these people, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, two theories are it's a makeup of her imagination or her powers, the manifestation of her powers. And another theory that I have is they're in a prison. She's in a prison because she's losing control of her powers. And these are like guards or people that run the prison and they're playing along to keep her in this state Okay. of where she thinks it's this weird life. Because notice only certain things would have color. Now at the end, I don't know if you saw the end of episode two, but she's pregnant. Yeah, Yeah, that was weird to me because Vision is an android. He's like a droid. Yeah. In the comic books, this happens. She gets pregnant, but which I don't know if they're going to do it because it's Disney owns Marvel. But in the comic books, it was Mephisto, who's like the Marvel's version of the devil, gave her these kids, like basically knocked her out. You might see that because like Disney actually, it may be like a Disney Plus, but they still have some shows that weren't really kid shows. Yeah. And and so I don't know if that's how they're going to do it, which would be neat. Because that could tie in with Doctor Strange because Mephisto and Doctor Strange usually go toe-to-toe a couple of times. Well, that's supposed to tie into the Doctor Strange. I bet you it will, that's probably what will happen. Yeah. And there's actually a really good comic series called Divisions, which is about her and Vision and their two kids who are who look like Vision when they're born. They are red and green and look like androids. But that's actually what starts the House of M series is Mephisto takes her kids away and like shows that they're not real. And like literally snaps his fingers and they disintegrate. And he was like, I created him so I could take him away. That's horrible. Yeah. And she lost and she was so distraught. She created that house of M universe, but no, it's a very good show. It's really, they, you can tell they spent a lot of money on it because it's movie quality. I think the episodes are about 45 minutes a piece. Yeah. And they're good. Like, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't like it because it's black and white. Oh my God, get over the black and white part. I just well, the black and white for the first two episodes. Yeah, I was about to say, now they're going into color. And yeah, black and white, is it's not that horrible. It like, wasn't that bad. I still watch, what is it, fucking Andy Griffith. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. How did I fucking know you were <laughs> going to say that? I used to watch I Love Lucy and stuff. I love Lucy. I love Lucy. It's so funny. Yeah, like, then they did a really good job of playing off of I Love Lucy and Bewitched. Like, very so They, they did an amazing job. So I was very happy. 50s humor, like 40s, 50s humor, everything. It, it was spot on. They did do a very good job. And Elizabeth uh, there's, is a very good actress. She is. And there's one actress in there that, oh my God, has that actress not aged a day? I swear Talking about to God. The, uh, the girl who plays Agnes. Is she the one that used to play on that 70s show? Uh, oh no that's not her i know you're talking about she hasn't aged like a fucking day in her life man yeah that's the first thing kiana said was she was in that 70s show yeah she looks the same but agnes is is the one that comes over with the the rabbit right in the beginning yeah first like first or second yeah she's hilarious (laughs) yeah she is and i believe she's gonna play a big character like Uh, yeah there's something weird about her right all said and done she's gonna be an important part of the show there's something weird about her. Like they, yeah. they allude to something really weird. My my favorite part so far is when Vision goes to the library to meet with the neighborhood watch. <laughs> and if you in the fifties, 
it was a big thing to accuse somebody of being a communist. And he accused that guy of yeah, being yeah. a communist. And everybody stopped and looked at him. <laughs> and then he got, he basically got drunk on gum because he's an android. So he doesn't need food. Like he even said, he's, I don't eat food. It gums up his gears. <laughs> yeah. And he starts acting like drunk. And like that whole magic show scene was one of my, was my favorite scene by far. It was amazing. Cause it was really, it was really a great mimic of Bewitched. Yeah, because he would do these things that, like, oh God. <laughs> that he can do because he's a superhero. So he would fly. He would lift up things with one hand. He would do all these things. And then she would have to use her powers to make it look like an actual act. So, like, for example, he lifted, he floated, and then she used her powers to make a rope appear behind him. And then piano with one hand and everybody would and everybody's reactions would always be like jaw to the floor like how the hell is he doing like and then she would change the piano into a a piece of cardboard that looked like a piano oops you're not supposed to see that yeah she did yeah she did an amazing job and i did not realize that she was actually related to the olsen twins yeah she's in a weird way, like she was the odd one out, but now I believe she's probably more successful than both of them. Oh God, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. She's really good, really good actress, and she played the Wanda part amazingly. Oh yeah, she was a lot of the times. Did you ever see Avengers Endgame, like the last one where it all came to a big conclusion? No, but I heard that. Oh, oh gosh, I'm really bad. I don't watch those. I need to go watch them. She kicks so much ass, like so much ass. Are the Avengers? What are, are the Avengers on Disney? Yeah, they're all on Disney. I'm going to have to go watch them because I haven't uh, seen any of them. They're so good. There's a scene in Avengers Endgame where, of course, Thanos is the reason Vision dies because mm-hmm. he takes the stone out of his head. And that's what was keeping him alive. Doesn't she go take the heart out of Thanos? She doesn't do that, but there's a scene to where, because Avengers Endgame, they time travel. So this version of Thanos that they fight at the end doesn't really know most of them. Okay. And... She shows up, she drops down in front of him when he's going to do something. And she was like, you took everything from me. And he was like, I don't even know you. And he, she's, oh, you will. <laughs> and he, she single-handedly starts kicking his ass, like throwing all this giant shit at him. And she's kicking his ass so bad that he actually has to have his big ship, like start shooting rockets down on top of everybody because he was, she was getting ready to kill him. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she was awesome. And so the part I'm thinking about is when her brother died, her twin brother. Yeah, that was in Avengers Age of Ultron. And that's the heart she rips out of the robot. She says something like, she she says something like, you're going to, he says, you're going to die here if you stay here. And she's, I've already felt death or something like that. Yeah. She's like really dramatic. She's a really good actress in this. Yeah, she is. She's good all around in all the movies, but man, it was just, it's a, it's a good show, but Wonder Woman's. A good movie. It had some plot holes for me. The my least favorite thing, which is a, a shitty thing to say, about Wonder Woman eighty four was probably <laughs> Pedro Pascal as Maxwell Lord. Really? Yeah, I love Pedro Pascal. I think he's a phenomenal actor. But there was just some plot holes. Like my thing with semi spoiler, but when he gets the wish stone. And wishes to become the wish stone. Why didn't he fucking turn into a stone? Yeah, that was the thing. I didn't get that. Like he, he just came. And, and I know his character is supposed to be cheesy, but the thing that always makes me cringe is whenever he first comes into the Smithsonian, and try, and people don't know. Some of the people don't know who he is, and they're like, "Do the thing." And he's your life could be good, or your life is good, but it could be better. <laughs> like, 
That is cheesy. Yeah, it's cringy. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's good and that scene, you'll know what I'm talking you'll know what I'm talking about, but I'm not gonna say a lot about it. But that scene when things are going to shit and she has to talk to Steve. Oh yeah. That part was rough, yeah. Um, my I think my biggest con- my biggest issue was when Kristen Wiig's character like it becomes obsessive with somebody, right? It's like, that was quick. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just that's quick, but all right. And another thing is like that I had again like a plot hole is like how did she get two wishes? <clears throat> right? <laughs> and like I, that was a weird one. I wish what I was hoping for from the get-go is cuz okay, in the comic books what happens is she still she's an she's what she is she's a gemologist or an archaeologist and she goes to Themyscira, which is where Diana's from. This is what happens in the comic books. And she steals something and as punishment they curse her. Okay. And when they curse her, that's when she turns into Cheetah. Because then she continues to be Cheetah, right? Yeah. Like, she never looks human again. That yeah, that's they did a really good job of that, and I was just like, Oh god, that's gross. Yeah, and that's why in the comic books she hates Diana. Oh, because she was cursed. Mm-hmm. Because Diana's the one that stopped her and took her to the people that cursed her. So the really fucking like the comic book wasn't even sexist. It was the movie that was more sexist than the comic book. Yeah. And I'll tell I'll explain to you why I believe it was sexist um, afterwards because I can't I can't give like the entire people probably already know what the plot is or they've seen it. Yeah, but no, it wasn't I liked the first one more because I felt like she was more badass in the first one. I feel like she, even in the first one, she started she started to let her feelings mm-hmm. for a man take over what she truly was supposed to be. Yeah. But I mean, that's how it is in the comic books, too, is her with Steve Trevor. They're like... But she also... Have relationships with Superman more than anybody, but... But she also deserves that, right? Like, she also oh, yeah. deserves something like that. Especially somebody who was on a isolated on a island full of women who'd never seen a man before. Right. But I like the villain of the first one more. I thought that boss fight between her and Ares was badass at the end of the first one. I will tell you the fight between Cheetah and her was pretty fucking ama- amazing. It, it was really cool. And that's where I think Kristen Wiig did. Such, and there was not just one, there was like a couple of fight fight scenes, which I was really happy to see. Yeah. The one in the white house was cool. One was really cool because that's where Kristen really shined, right? Like, yeah, I do wish that fight she was actually Cheetah, like she looked like she yeah. did at the end. I wish that because you could, I feel like you could have did more, and with her like running on walls and shit, like she did at the last fight in the White House, I thought would have been badass. But something I want to talk about is as the original cut of the Justice League was shitty, so they're doing the Snyder cut, which is how. Zack Snyder, long story short, Zack Snyder had to leave the Justice League about halfway through the original movie, and Joss Whedon took over. He left because, unfortunately, sadly, his daughter had passed away. Oh, that's... So he left to deal with all that stuff, and so Joss Whedon took over, and he took a shit on it and flushed it down the toilet. (laughs) So the Snyder Cut is coming out on HBO Max. Oh, nice. The way it was originally intended. So it was just announced... 
that it is going to be a four hour long movie. Holy in, shit. <laughs> instead of doing four one hour episodes, like they were that that was the original idea was six one hour episodes. Then they said, no, we're gonna do four one hour long episodes. And then so everybody's like, okay, yeah, that's cool. We can wait uh, to see every episode, which I would have preferred that because it's gonna be hard to sit for four hours mm-hmm. in one sitting and watch a Justice League movie. I'm gonna do it because I'm fucking passionate about the Justice League and I wanna see a good fucking <laughs> Justice League movie. I don't know. I, four I don't hours know. is a lengthy movie. That's longer than Titanic, right? Titanic yeah. is like two hours. Came on two separate. Yeah, it was two hours on one VHS and two hours hours in the other. Yeah. Yep. But this one is a straight four hour long movie. They're going to release it in theaters and on HBO Max. No one's going to theaters, I'm telling you. No. They shouldn't be. (laughs) Uh, And HBO Max is killing it, man. Like all their big movies are coming, going straight to HBO Max, like King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. uh, The new Mortal Kombat, which looks sick, by the way. They showed set photos. Or not set photos. They release screenshots of the movie. It looks fucking sick. So that's another not... for another time. All right, we're past our time. Yeah, way past it. About twenty minutes. Yeah, way past it. But anyways, this. I, I hope all these games come out like they're supposed to. If they do, I look forward to playing them, reporting on them. Yeah, and, and giving our takes about it. So, well, we hope everybody enjoyed this long episode. Hope you got some good news. Hope you got you excited for some games. That being said, this is Darian signing off.